I was just thinking about Jeff Bezos when he comes down back to earth after Blue Origin or whatever. And he's like, I just want to thank every Amazon customer for buying all the yoga mats and like the books. Because without you guys, I couldn't have been up here having the best experience of my life. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Millionaire, a show about how to make profit with a positive impact and stay happy along the way. I actually want to thank you actually for some feedback you gave me from last week's episode. People know I'm probably, I'm new to the podcast game, right? You're like the pro. I think last week's episode, that was definitely one which was, which was definitely interesting, right? Because I think it was one where we had agreements, disagreements at the same time. There's definitely high levels of banter. There's a lot going on in that episode. And I think that episode was probably one where I was like, wow, this is, this is quite intense, right? Your banter levels were high at last, last episode. So yeah, it was, it was a good chat. I don't know what you want to add a more to I'm trying to push you out of your comfort zone. So I've never had any media training, right? Everything I've done is through yeah. taking risks, putting myself out there, making mistakes and iterating. In the same way, when you're an entrepreneur and through your the arc of your journey, you haven't had someone telling you what to do. At the end of the day, you've got to figure stuff out yourself. And the same thing with podcasting, like I can tell you the right things to do, but at the end of the day, you have to get comfortable. And so the analogy that I think you might initially think when we're chatting is like a boxing match where like our rupee's pummeling me right now. That's not the aim of the game. The aim is to just have a regular chat in the same way that you and I have on the phone. So if I'm telling you something and I'm whittling on and I'm telling you this long ass story and you don't understand, I'll just be like, Rupi, I don't know what you talk, what's the question? Having said that, I'm gonna go back on myself now. There are a few sort of strategies I think that can help you get more into the flow and become a more effective communicator. I, like I said, I'm not pummeling you here. I'm just trying to give you no, feedback. No, please, give it, live. give it, so, give it. Yeah, yeah, give it. So a couple of things, and I was actually taking notes in the last one. We're hitting baseline shots, right? To your baseline, you're hitting baseline to me. And then all of a sudden you'll just hit a drop shot. And that drop shot is basically where you take the sting or the energy out of a conversation. Does that make sense to you? Or, or do you generally think I'm waffling? No, it does. And I think where it comes from is that when I don't know what to say, yes. you, you start using filler words or you just want to like continue it. So it's me not being comfortable, actually something that I'm trying to improve on and something I've mentioned in the podcast is those silence moments. Like I, I should be okay with silence. It's like you've said something, you've given a an insightful statement that's definitely I felt something in me. And as, as humans, we just suddenly start wanting to talk, right? I was actually talking to this with um, Sam who helps us on the podcast, like, it's a natural thing where you say, yeah, yeah, or like like I say these words because they're filler words because I'm trying to buy myself time or I'm just uncomfortable with the silence. The irony is we were talking about silence in the last episode and you were using filler words to fill that silence out of awkwardness. And so actually in the realm of podcasting, if there is silence, that that's okay as well, right? That's fine. And I think this is useful for the audience because a lot of people are looking to build their personal brands. They're looking to sort of, you know, uh, become more effective communicators and you like your journey is gonna be helping people in that. Because I know what you're like, you, you know, when, when you're talking to uh, potential investors, you're an effective communicator, you're on the money, but this is new for you. Everyone goes through this journey, man. 
don't worry about it. We'll, every week we'll give you a score, if you like, maybe offline as to like how you're doing and how I'm doing as well. Because, dude, I've only done like a few hundred podcasts where in the grand scheme of things, that's, that's very small. Appreciate the feedback, dude. No, look, I'm on the scores. I'm happy for it to go live. It might be quite funny. Maybe Amit should come in at the end. Go, all right, Joe. I give you like a three on that one. I'm sure remember that harsh. So let's dive in, Rupi. I'm happy to go first. Yeah. What do you got? So last week I went to the pub and I caught up with one of my businesses. So there's a bunch of new people at Screen Loop. Someone quietly came over to me at the end. It was actually a new leader who's joined the business, and he said to me, "Hey, look." can you teach me or can you give me like one tip on being a leader, which I probably don't know. I basically, I said to him like, remember as a leader, it's an honor to serve. Leaders are actually the lucky ones. We're getting to help and support our team to be successful. And I don't know about you, but like the greatest moments in my life has been when I've seen someone else be successful. And like, I've been part of that journey, that joy, by giving, I feel is like the greatest gift that a leader can ask. And I've got like a couple of examples that go deeper, but it was a great moment. And it was just like something that I've been working on as well. It's a really good point. So if I reflect on something that happened to me a couple of months ago, so obviously stage of my company is pretty early. I've been doing the whole doctor's kitchen thing pretty much solo for the first three, four years. Born on the first full-time members is a, a researcher and she's very good at putting complex inflammation into visual demonstrations of, of what the, the concept is. But I've been like pushing her, learn a bit of copy, learn a bit about how you uh, create articles that are gonna be ranking higher on SEO. And the other thing that I've really been pushing her to do is actually get more involved in the podcast and the noting, and actually even to the point where she's going to be doing some interviews on the podcast. So you can imagine like all you've known is doing research and the academic rigor and all that kind of stuff and, and, and creating visualizations. And now she's in a position where she's going to be actually taking the weight of this huge podcast with all these like thousands of listeners. She turned around to me to the other, uh, the other day, um, we're at this conference where we had some guests for the podcast. And she, she said, I can't believe this is my job. I can't believe I get to do this. And that, that gave me goosebumps. I was like, this is really cool. Like I've created this thing that is self-sufficient and I've brought someone, a, a young impressionable graduate on this journey with me and they're having a great time. They're really enjoying that. You know, I've been pushing them, but like, you know, the challenge is, is a good stress for that person. And uh, when you said, you know, it's an honor to serve, it's an honor to sort of like help people grow. And uh, I agree. I, I think that's a, it's a privilege. And like just taking a step back, I want to give like one, just share one moment, which I think really made this affirmation or this thought just like really nail home. There's a famous yogi who has been a massive influence to me. And I think we may have discussed it. So a guy called Sadhguru and he's got like millions of followers. He's probably the most famous yogi or one of the most famous yogis in the world. And he came and spoke in London. One of the moments he was on stage, he was in Excel and there's like probably like 10,000 people there. And he said something which was, I don't know, it just really hit my heart straight away. You know, he actually said that I'm so grateful and thankful for each one of you guys, because without you, I wouldn't have this human experience. If you think about it, it's like right now, every human we touch or that we meet, they are all part of our experience. Like, you know, we're all living through our lens and like every human is part of our experience. So if there is no humans, right, like we don't have an experience. Like the greatest thing about life is the human experience, actually meeting other humans. So he took even one step deeper. Like he didn't even think about even serving, like, you know, just how 
you're helping others. He's like, actually, I'm happy you humans are here. Yeah, that's awesome, man. When you were saying that, not to like uh, shit or anything, but I was just thinking about Jeff Bezos when he comes down back to earth after Blue Origin or whatever. And he's like, I just want to thank every Amazon customer for buying all the yoga mats and like the books. Because without you guys, I couldn't have been up here having the best experience of my life. <laughs> but yeah, going back on the, going back on the subject, these little moments have happened in my life and now I've managed to put them all together and it came to the statement of honor to serve. And it's been a bit of a game changer because it just allows me, it just centers me you know, it brings in the element of being grateful, but at the same time that, you know, I want to, I really do care about um, other humans. Yeah, nice, man. What else you got? Do you want to do another one for you or do you want no, me no, to no, do No, 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 no. Why don't we go, no, why don't you um, throw a random boomerang in the room? I got this random email. Um, it's part of a newsletter from, uh, I'll give them a shout actually. They're called Sifted. They're, they basically uh, focus on European startups and it was featuring... Um, yeah, I know them. Yeah, yeah, you probably know them. It was featuring uh, this person called um, Nadine, who uh, Nadine, I'm going to butcher her, her surname, is Nadine Hacha. So she's a consultant plastic surgeon, right? She's the real deal. Consultant plastic surgeon. She's uh, director of clinical innovation and strategic partnerships at, at Guy's and St. Tommy's. She set up this company called Proximy. Have you, have you heard of it, Proximy? No. So basically... Proximy allows, if I'm a surgeon, it allows me to like virtually scrub, this is how they, they refer to it on their website, virtually scrub into any operating theater in the world. So I get to see exactly what this surgeon is doing and actually follow the procedure step-by-step step, wherever I am in the world. So it's basically like a teaching platform where you're teaching clinicians to share skills from the very best uh, surgeons in the world. Basically, everyone gets equal access to the best teaching in the world. They raised 80 million from SoftBank. Did you, are you aware of that? Uh, no, I just saw that, no. I'm surprised that there hasn't been as much hype as there was around someone like Elizabeth Holmes, the archetypal sort of entrepreneur that everyone really wished had worked out like back in the day 10 years ago everyone was like rooting for this person she's going to revolutionize healthcare you know she had all these like ex government bodies like investing in in her company she was written about all over the press at such an early stage there was so much hype around this person and you have someone like this who's the real deal in Europe a bona fide consultant surgeon and there's no sort of like talk about this person and I don't know why it kind of irked me. I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm not, I'm not trying to like you know be awoke and, and stuff here, but like it kind of irked me that this person hasn't had as much press around them because what she's doing is literally raising the game of healthcare across the world using technology. It is interesting. I think this is something funny enough actually. I'm going to interrupt this for just one second. Me and Jay love seeing your reviews, but we wanted to go a step further and let you have the chance to ask us some questions on the pod right here. If you go to happymillionaire.club, there's a microphone in the bottom right corner. Click that, tell us who you are and ask for anything you like. The best ones will be played on the show in a couple of months. Let's see what you've got. Grabbed a drink with someone who helped on the PR for my company, and she's she had the same problem. She's like, the press that we're seeing, like the information out there is getting quite similar. It's like ABC is raised, and the same person, like Red Brick University, typical person. It might be someone who's come from a really good background, might be white, Caucasian, and they've raised X amount. Like this is the common story, and 
it's funny because she actually said, hey, like, I'm dying for some something different. Yeah, she does tick the boxes, right? So I don't know who her client base is. It's a bit like Aura Ring, right? Or you think of Fitbit, like everyone knows about them because everyone's a buyer. But sometimes when the actual buyer is not as known because this might be helping other doctors become better or like, you know, I think that might be one reason. I I know what you mean. Like, it's not like uh, this is the next Airbnb or the next sort of social media or Bumble, but- Yeah, yeah. I'm being neutral right now, right? Like, obviously I'm like, what the fuck's going on? There is a bit of a flag, (laughs) right? But I just want to make sure we navigate through. Like, I'm basically doing the, the classic, hey, let's just make sure these buckets. But obviously, yeah, there could be something. Maybe we should get Nadine as a guest and maybe she knows the answer. Uh, okay, cool. What's uh, what's next? So yeah, look, the next topic I want to chat about is something that I'm realizing more and more after lockdown. I've noticed everyone wants to have more fun in their life, right? And when you think about having more fun in your life, probably the first thing or something that helps you have more fun is other people, right? It's the people like that human contact, right? So first thing you probably think about is your family, your partner, your friends, and I think since lockdown, everyone's done a bit of reflection and said, like, hey, like, I've realized I've spent a lot of time with the same group of people, right? I need to probably meet some new people, right? I need to make some new friends, people outside of my circle to just maybe expand my knowledge or see what else is going on in the world. Because it's like, it's a bit of same, same, same. I think a lot of people want that, but it's quite hard to do. So therefore, they just like start and then they stop. And I've noticed it. So I thought it might be quite a good little session to maybe dive a bit deeper into it. It's like, look, if you want to meet new people maybe meet new interesting people Mm. um maybe giving a few bits of tips and advice to people because obviously you're meeting lots of people so am i um there's a few things that we're probably both doing like just unconsciously and some consciously but maybe talking about a few of those so um happy for you to start the party and give us a few that you've been doing it's funny i was uh when i was in america recently i was chatting to my friend's wife who when she had kids she gave up her job and you know she's focused on bringing up the kids and stuff and they've moved a whole bunch of times since moving to america so they moved to miami first they moved to new york and then they moved to north carolina it's funny you brought this topic up because we were talking about how she creates little communities and little connections wherever she goes and she's sort of she sort of knows the game, right? Uh, she knows the pattern of the things that she needs to do to make sure that the kids have got friends, we've got friends, and we connect with with, with people that we actually want to hang out with rather than just out of like convenience. And so, you know, when you've got kids, it, it's natural. You're going to go to like daycare or whatever, whatever, and, and that's where you're going to meet some other parents and stuff. But there's also sort of like little tricks that you can do. So like play dates. So a literal play date between parents, that's something that like she does. And uh, you just get to test people out for free. And I, I guess bringing that back to sort of our generation that might be before having kids or whatever, going to networking events is only going to attract that sort of mindset where you know you're trying to get one on on each other i think yeah there's some natural i like the example that you gave because when you have kids it's probably even harder right so you have to in a good way the key the kids are the vehicle to meet new people right and i think for people that may not have kids and who may be in the 20s 30s 40s they probably remember the uni days where you can just meet hundreds of people and now it's like not as easy right plus you're getting less into work also, man, like simple hacks, like getting a dog. Obviously, you've got to be invested in getting a dog in the first place, which I was not. Like that was all Rochelle's idea. But getting a dog, living that I have a dog lifestyle, it has been pretty effective at like creating uh, a, a new sort of friendship network. 
Like some of our existing friends got dogs and we met some new friends, some really close friends actually, so close that they're coming to our wedding. So yeah, getting a dog is, <laughs> has been pretty, uh, pretty uh, amazing in that respect. I think also you've got to be in the right mindset. And I said, a stranger, I was speaking to another friend about this and it's like really important that if you do want to make friends, you've got to realize that you're going to have to make that conscious effort when you're there. Because I've noticed like sometimes people want to communicate, but they're like, suddenly they're a bit guarded when they go there. Actually, they're a bit scared to go speak to people, right? So I think it's also important that you go with the intention of, hey, like I do want to meet new people and that's fine. Um, as long as like there's a bit of personal stuff as well, like, hey, look, make sure it's not like coming across maybe like needy. I really want to make friends like you because um, there's some insecurity deep down in us or something that we're trying to fill with this having friends. But as long as like everything's all good inside and we're doing it from a place of love and we just want to meet new people, I think it's a beautiful thing. And just like, you know, when that moment arises or, or naturally arise, if you do the right event, have that conversation, whether it's, you know, you want to meet a guy or a girl, I feel like, you know, I feel it is possible to, it's just a muscle, right? We just got to go out there and meet new people. Well, you guys are going to come to my wedding and you guys are just going to be you and Amit. So it's going to be a perfect opportunity for you to put put into practice some uh, some of that advice. Well, I know we know the stag guys, right? Oh, yeah, so good point. Yeah, we know point. the stag guys. They're going to be with their um, wives, man, so. <laughs> yeah, but that's also another good point, right? I think what sometimes is an easy hack to meet new people is that you might have certain friends in your circle that may have quite a wide network and actually just asking them, like, hey, like, you know, saying your intentions like hey i would actually like to meet people in this sort of area or this sort of interest or hey they're just funny or they're just you know whatever whatever your intentions are and once you know what they are like you know if you speak to someone like you know if any of my friends are listening like you know if there is something that you guys are looking for it's just you just want to meet new people that are fun and interesting fine like just but the more clear you are like you'd be surprised and like, when you go to your friends birthdays they're actually great because everyone's always got like a whole group of different friends and what I always see and happening in my birthday, for example, is I do have different groups of friends and like they do stay in their groups. I wish that they did actually just step away sometimes and go, hey, like that's another really interesting group. They normally stay in their circle. And yes, I appreciate they're catching up, but the ability to create new people in like situations like that is such an awesome opportunity. And um, you just never know. You never know what you're going to bump into, right? And on that note, I think it's time for our good, good friend Amit to jump on and give us the summary. And we want it to be raw, Amit. So, like, give us give us the good and the bad. I was going to give you a 7.1 out of 10, Jay. But um, oh. I'm being honest, it was more like a 6.2. <laughs> oh, man. No, no, it was 7 or 7. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you're doing Rupia's score as well, so you can benchmark. So he's got a 10. Oh, no, no, no. Rupia's a, a professional. Like, uh, oh, man. Yeah. All right. I don't really need to uh, get a score. Yeah, you've broken the score, mate. So, on that last topic, the making friends one, I thought that was really interesting because, um, like, one thing I'm finding, like, people like that you were close to, like, 20 years ago or so, sometimes you find like their life has gone in a different direction so every now and then you do need to refresh your friend circle and yeah you guys discussed a few hacks so i definitely want to be part of this uh i have a dog lifestyle get invited to some weddings another thing i was just thinking is like being intentional about your friendship so i think rupee mentioned like his friends like rather than just having friendships out of convenience really think about the values and the interests uh, that you want to develop and one thing i actually saw on the stag I, I don't know if you guys noticed this on rupee stag there was like like people were making friendships on different interests like we had some coffee nerds tennis crew nerds like barbecue nerds there's all these friendships forming around those topics 
That's that, dude. That's such a good insight. I know Jay was asking me about like how you make new friends. I'm actually a point in my life where I'm trying to shred friends, not out of like oh I only want twenty good friends. It's actually d- doing the wedding and the invite process is actually a good exercise to figure out who you're actually close with now. It's not so much of a, a case of how long you've known someone that you actually genuinely want to invite them. It's more a case of, do I want to be in this person's presence going forward in the future? It's a bit of a brutal exercise, but it's a very necessary exercise because otherwise you are weighed down. I know it's hard, it's not nice to talk about the, like, you know, people weighing you down, but you're weighed down by the burden of having to be politically correct or having to quote unquote do the right thing by inviting everyone that you've ever said hello to you know so this is yeah it's it's quite quite an interesting um point you made yeah i loved it first topic was as a leader it's an honor to serve so there's probably like two aspects of leadership there's service and ambition a lot of the time when we think about leadership especially people that are not particularly entrepreneurial they think of it as just being the ambition side and that that's why sometimes often the people that would make the best leaders shy away from leadership positions they they see it more as a management role and like we've all been in that position where you've got this person managing you and you can tell it's really about their ambition and about them kind of bossing people about it's not actually about like the service like say the nhs or uh, about the business it's about them but when a leader serves their people you can really feel it and that's when like you really buy in and that like example rupee gave with this new person working for him i I think that really hit home yeah i loved it that's great thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed that now i'm going to be real with you all i really like to win And winning to me right now is making a success of this show and building this community of happy millionaires. But I need your help and it'll only take you two minutes. Here's what you can do. One, if you haven't already, please hit follow wherever you're listening. Two, give it a five-star review on your podcast app. Three, send this app to one person. Trust me, they'll thank you later. That's going to take you 60 seconds at tops. Really, really appreciate your help and we'll see you on the next one.